I recently discovered Netflix paid a designer a million dollars to create a font for them. And the font is actually worth it. That's what we're gonna get into in this video. What's up to all my freelancers, designers, and creatives? This is Nathan. Welcome to another episode of Freelance Jumpstart, where we bridge the gap between creativity and business. And as I said, we're gonna dive right into it, Netflix. Yeah, they paid a million dollars for a font. Now you might not think anything about it, but Netflix has a certain style to it. It has a certain style and aesthetic that many other streaming services have copied and tried to adapt. And really, they were a trendsetter in that field. However, when they first came out, they didn't create everything original, right? They were still creating building blocks for their brand and creating building blocks for who they were. That being said, they did not really have a font for themselves. So they actually used a font that already existed. The issue with this, if you really wanna look at it as an issue is, they had to actually pay for that font. Now, when you have a site as popular as Netflix is, I mean, thousands if not billions of people are looking at different streaming content on Netflix on a weekly, daily, hourly, minute basis. You know, everyone around the globe is looking at Netflix. How do you actually price something like that, right? You don't really just charge them the same thing you would charge the run of the mill website that maybe gets a hundred visitors a month, right? This, the pricing is not the same. So how does that work itself out? So I actually did some digging. So if you go to Netflix right now, you're not going to see exactly what I'm talking about. You're actually going to have to look in the past to see the previous font that Netflix had. So if you look at what the previous font was, you'll find it is a very popular font called Gotham. And no, this has nothing to do with Batman. Now Gotham is actually a very popular font and when you see it, more than likely you'll recognize it. It's used by many people. I've seen it used in the movie industry. I've seen it used on commercials. And even just recently, I went to Studio Movie Grill and I noticed some of their website and their menus that they had, they were using the Gotham font. And I've even used it on client projects. Now based on what I said earlier, you know, Netflix used this font and I've used this font and we're obviously not paying the same thing. So really, what did Netflix pay to use this font? So to figure this out, follow me for a moment. You can go to a website like typography.com and really when you go to this website, you'll see it's fonts by Hoffler and Company and they just have a great domain name that they got in typography.com. But if you go there, you can go specifically and look at the exact font we're talking about, Gotham. And you see Gotham is a great font. It has many different weights associated with it. So you can do something that's bold and emphasize other things, or you can just stay basic. It just has a lot of versatility. So obviously we're talking about Netflix here. More than likely they have more views than that. So really if we're gonna figure out what the pricing is and the pricing structure in this example, it would be best to truly figure out, okay, how many page views does Netflix get maybe in one month or even one year? Now we're actually going to go to similarweb.com, which is a service that can give you information about other websites, whether it be your own website or even competitors. It can give you an estimate of how many page views they get a month, how many website visitors, where are those sources actually coming from, 
And for this, we're actually gonna look at Netflix. So if we look at Netflix, we see that they average about 2.5 billion visits a month and pages per visit is about four. So if you look at it, honestly, you can take and do the math and say what's 2.5 billion times four. And honestly, you get the math and now you're pretty much entering like page views in the actual trillions. However, for this example, let's actually underestimate things just to make sure we know what's going on. And we're gonna say that, hey, it's 2.5 billion visits and that's about the amount of page views you get. Okay, so now that we know the estimate is 2.5 billion, let's go back to the font pricing and we can see one thing. If you look, it says that cloud hosted fonts are fonts that are just hosted on the internet and delivered while online. It has a price of $99 a year or $100 a year for 250,000 monthly page views. So really now it's just a matter of doing the math. So we have 250,000 views we're able to get for $100. But we also know that, okay, there are 2.5 billion, you know, page views per se in this example. So we can just do some simple math. What is 2.5 billion divided by 250,000? That honestly gives us 10,000. So this would be the amount of license payments that we would need to make if we wanted to license this font to be delivered on the cloud. So when you do the math after that, 10,000 multiplied by 100 is $1 million. Now you may be thinking to yourself, Nathan, I saw what you did there. You're really playing around with math. You're playing games. Remember for this estimate, I actually said, let's take a low estimate. We already knew it was 2.5 billion page views multiplied by four to get the true page views. We already were looking at a trillion, but I'm over here trying to underestimate it just to prove the point. Even in underestimating, we get a million dollars you would pay for a font. What? So could you imagine that you are a multi-million dollar business, even billion dollar business, and you are continually growing and growing, but as the more you grow, the more you're paying for certain fees. We're not talking about website hosting. We're not talking about the fee they pay for licensing movies. We're not talking about the fee they pay for bandwidth and server upkeep on top of their employees. This is a million dollars just for a font. So Netflix having to pay that bill of a million dollars or more every single year is probably something that they weren't too happy about. That being said, they actually reached out to an agency, Dalton Mag or Dalton Mog. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Either way, they reached out to an agency and they asked them, can you create a custom font for us? And sure enough, this was an agency that specializes in creating custom typefaces. Now, pause for a moment. How can you create an agency that makes custom typefaces? You can download free fonts online legitimately and illegally. I didn't just say that, but you can download fonts different ways. Why would you create an agency just to create typefaces? See, the thing is now we are living in a time where people want to establish their brand. There's many different brands that exist and they want a distinct look. They want to look that no one else can copy, replicate, or mimic, if you will. I mentioned earlier, Gotham was used by many different brands and I even used it. 
But if you want to set yourself apart, one unique thing you can do is create your own custom typeface. This helps brands separate themselves and differentiate themselves in the market because when people see the style of the lettering, they know it's the brand. So that's the reason why you would get a custom typeface or something of that nature. And this agency has clearly positioned themselves as a leader in that and they have many top brands and big clients. So Netflix reached out to them and said, can you make this a custom typeface? And they sure enough did. Now the font choice they actually settled on and had customly created is called Netflix Sans. See, they have their very own font name, Netflix Sans. And when you look at it, you know, it's very sleek. I would say a little bit of elegant. It's between like a sense of familiarity when you look at it, but at the same time, it looks clean enough and distinct enough. So when you look at it, there's some familiarity and you think like that does look like this one font, but there's some things about it that are specifically different and unique to the Netflix brand and no one else can copy this. This is something that they purchased, they owned, they can choose to license this out if they want to. Not only that, but they could even resell this later in the future if they wanted. They just have so many choices, but this is their font copyrighted trademark for their use. And to be honest, when you look at this and actually compare it to Gotham, the earlier font that they were using, it's actually very similar, right? But like I said, it's just different enough to be distinct. So people who actually log into Netflix are not blown away or surprised by some jarring change of font, but a lot of the coding they did in terms of the width of certain things, the naming principles, the descriptions, it's not throwing everything out of whack. So it's close enough to what they had to keep their system the same, but it's distinct enough for it to be its own brand. Now, all in all, I said all of that, but I also made a comment and said that they charged a million dollars for the font. To be honest, I'm not 100% sure what they charged. However, they could charge up to, if not more than a million dollars. Here's why. So earlier we did some quick math based on the page views, right? And we found out that when you do the math and how much they were licensing and how much they were paying for, a low estimate would be a million dollars. We did all that mathematical work. But here's the thing, that was me estimating low and also the larger, the more popular, the more customers Netflix get, the more devices they get, right? You have a computer, laptop, iPad, phone, like the more devices that get on Netflix, the more bandwidth and the more times they are displaying the font. So this can very easily get out of control and cost more than a million, if not 2 million, 3 million, 4 million a year to rent a font. So here's the thing. If the agency comes along and says, Netflix, we're going to make you a custom typeface. No one can mimic it. It will be yours. They could charge one or two million, however much they want to charge. And for Netflix, it would be a smart decision to invest in that because after year one and you get to year two, three, four, five, and they get more popular after the first initial year, they're actually saving money. So even if they paid a million dollars to this agency to create a custom font by the next year, they don't have to pay this licensing fee again, it's gone. They're actually making money. And then year two, three, four, five, that's all money that they're pocketing and can use for something else. Even if Netflix said, we're gonna hire our own small in-house agency, we're gonna hire maybe 
um, 12 people and we're going to devote maybe $1.5 million to these 12 people to be our own in-house agency, they could have done that too. And it still would have been a smart decision because they're paying $1.5 million for an in-house agency to do all of their branding and custom typefaces, but they're not going to have to pay for that year after year. Now, maybe for the in-house agency, they'll pay them $1.5 million and a little more, a little more. But as long as that's less than what they were paying to license that old font, they're saving money. So if you didn't hear anything else, definitely hear this. What we just talked about is the essence of value-based pricing. And the essence of value-based pricing is this. If I, as a creative professional, can create something for you that actually saves you money or makes you money, then anything that I charge that is a percentage lower than the benefit that you would get is a smart move for the business to make. So this doesn't matter if you are a photographer, a web developer, a web designer, a UI, UX. It doesn't matter what you are. Even if you are a marketer who is doing Facebook ads, it doesn't matter. As long as you can say, look, you may pay me $5,000 a month, but the leads I'm bringing into you are bringing in $10,000 a month. It would be a smart decision. And the example we walked through with Netflix was pretty much that on a larger scale. So if you're asking yourself, how can I get more value as a creative? How can I get people to value my skills? What things can you do or what value can you bring that is tied to an outcome of saving money, saving time or making money? What can you do? And the biggest thing that I see creatives actually miss out on in this opportunity, myself included, because I've missed out on this in the past. The biggest thing I've seen is you're not tying what you're doing to something that's connected to income, profit and loss. You're not tying what you're doing. So if you do something that saves someone time, find out what's their time worth. If you find out their time is worth a hundred dollars, and the thing that you do is going to save them five hours a week, that's great. But then you have to multiply that by how many weeks are in a year. So what you're doing is saving five hours a week, but really 250 hours plus a year. Thank you for taking the time to check out this episode. I greatly appreciate it. If you like anything I had to say, give this video a thumbs up. If you're listening on the podcast, give me a review. Your boy needs some reviews. Help a brother out. But besides that point, I really just wanted to give this example and drive home the point of as a creative professional, you have to tie your work to value. Tying it to only aesthetics or things that look good or look pretty can only get you so far. You're going to have to tie it to something. And that is actually the essence of value-based pricing. Now I did a whole series on that. I'll put that in the description below so you can actually see it and get to it. But Think about what we said and then ask yourself, are you positioned in the right way as a professional to have these conversations with clients and tie it to income? Maybe you can charge a million dollars for your services too. Well, until the next one, I will catch you later. And remember, you are valuable.